Hold on to your butts. This is season three of the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast. Guy Hassan, and you are listening to the Squash Buckley Dies podcast, the daily podcast about Joy Shelley, the girl who is lost in dreams. More and more, we're going to feel how different it is to be completely lost in dreams, to be just wandering around the dreams, not knowing where home is, which is destroyed, but the other friends' dreams are not destroyed. And to compare that, I did a repost over the last three days of what the very first few episodes, like the first two weeks of publishing The Squash Buckler Diaries, when Joy, was, when Joy was basically two years old, living in complete innocence, just a kid, a toddler, a toddler living a life of fun adventure in her father's dreams. Well, basically everything she knew <laughs> then has turned out to be false today, as we know. So many things have changed. When last we saw Joy, three days ago, she needed food and water, as usual, and did not wait. In fact, waited for Justin to disappear, so he will not be the one to give her food and water. And then they walk into a stranger's dream, which is what they've been doing over the last few weeks. She walked in with a Mali, not yet at the dream, and suddenly there was music from inside the dream. There's someone musical inside that dream that Amali really wanted to uh, see or meet, because Amali is musical and... As part of her just life, she hears music on a regular basis. And in her dreams, other people can hear that music as well. So, let's see what happens in that dream. Season 3, episode 68, Musical Dreams, part 2. Party! Joy's age 9.5, which means 9.5 to 10, told by Grandpa Watt, which means Grandpa Watt. We peek in once and see that the dream is a party in a ski resort, in some country I don't recognize. Joy decides it's safe enough and we all go back to Bunny's Revenge. She pilots it into the dream, as only she can, and parks it just above the parking lot, lowers the ramp, and we enter hesitantly. The metal half of the guardian's face is gleaming off the glare of the snow. The human side of his face is consistently a mask of dissatisfaction. Susie remains behind near the wheel in case of emergencies. There's no need to tell anyone to be safe. We all know how dangerous this is. The music is so sad, Amalie observes, even though we're looking at a group of teenagers jumping up and down and dancing, as I guess teenagers do these days. Now that she's inside the dream, Elvis, a seeing eye dog, is by her side. Over there! Joy points to a woman kissing what could possibly be an 18-year-old boy. She's the only one who's not a teenager. Joy takes Amali's hand and the two of them walk towards the woman. She gestures at the guardian to stay in place. He snarls, grinds his teeth, and remains in place. I follow from a safe distance. Everyone's dancing. The lights keep changing. How do teenagers like this? 
party! The dreamer yells and takes a big swig from a champagne bottle that appears in her hand, and yet, Amari is right. This is not dance music. Party! yells the teenager who had been kissing her. Hey! The dreamer sees joy. This is not a place for little girls. It doesn't look like a place for grown-ups either. I find myself saying judgmentally. Ain't no grown-ups here, old man. This is our graduation day. We're done with high school. Party! The sad music around us dampens and is suddenly out of tune. Amali touches her ears as if the problem is there. If that woman's in high school, then I'm in high school too, I think, but keep that to myself. What is this place? Joy asks calmly. She knows well enough that she must not wild up the dreamer. Me? I had another lapse in judgment. This is the greatest day of my life, party! The music goes into a crescendo of happiness and suddenly drums seem to, well, beat the happiness out of it. As she takes another swig of the bottle, she suddenly gasps. The walls around us burn and before we can react to it, they're gone. Almost everything is gone except the floor and the woman's forehead is on fire. The music, though joyous, is far, far away. No, 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 I'm not ready to go. The guardian is suddenly behind Joy. The streamer is dying. Dying? Joy stares at her. These are her last moments. I've seen it before. The woman is writhing on the floor. Her skin is on fire. You cannot be in her dream when she dies, the guardian says. What? She snaps her head to look at him. You must get out. Joy stares at him for a second. Then she's in adventure mode. Everybody run to the ship. She holds my hand on one side and Amali's on the other. Let's go, go, go. To be continued. Told by Grandpa Walt. Hashtags Joy, Justin, Amali. The Guardian, Grandpa Walt, Grandma Susie, Dying Dreamer, Alzheimer's Disease, Music, Elvis. How did Joy recognize who the dreamer is, even though they're far, far away and they're down far below Justin's dream? Everybody they see is Justin's age. Again, except for Charlie. Check out season two. Uh, all, the, all the episodes called Where Are All The Kids? They go into that one. Okay, which also makes it strange that she's dying. The Guardian has seen it before. And uh, enough said about that. What do you think about this episode? We did not end up where we thought we would. Write to me your thoughts. Guyhasson at gmail.com. G-Y-H-A-S-O-N at gmail.com. This is the biggest story you've ever seen with scope, the likes of which you've never seen. Stick around for the end, after the music, because this time there are bloopers. Finally, again. <laughs> Tell your friends about the Squatch Buckler Diaries. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Told by Grandpa Watt, which means Grandpa Watt. We peek, we peek in once. We peek, peek, peek. We peek in. We peek, peek. We peek in once. And see, we peek... <laughs> I can't say the second morning. <laughs> we peak.
peak. We peak. <laughs> oh, can I change that 